Hi, I'm Vishen Lakiani, founder of Mind Valley, the school for human transformation. You're listening to the Mind Valley podcast, where we'll be bringing you the greatest teachers and thought leaders on the planet to discuss the world's most powerful ideas in personal growth for mind, body, spirit, and work. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a special Mind Valley podcast episode. What I'm going to do here is not bring on a guest. I wanted to just share with you an idea that I had been obsessed with. So for the longest time, I had fallen for a common myth, and it had to do with sleep. I, I believed that busy, productive people needed less sleep. I believed that if I was sleeping too much, you know, I'd be considered lazy. And uh, my wife, my wife, Christina, she loves her sleep. I would basically wake up around two hours before her on a Saturday, on a Sunday, dive into emails, get work done, and I would consider myself being productive. But then, over the last one year, I started actually looking at the science of sleep, and I started realizing that, oh my God, boy, did I screw this up. I was trying to hack my life to survive on six hours of sleep a day, not realizing just how wrong this was and just how how dangerous it is to attempt to reduce your sleep. So here's what I wanted to share. This is what I have learned over the past 18 months. It's made a profound impact in my life. And I think this is going to be really useful for those of you who are go-getters, who are busy people, and who have somehow come to believe this common myth in entrepreneurial communities, in the world of hustle, that we need to cut down on our sleep to be productive individuals. Okay, so here goes. Do you remember that Malcolm Gladwell book, Outliers? Brilliant book. Gladwell's a great writer. And in that book, he wrote about this concept of 10,000 hours of practice. Okay, so in the book, he gives numerous examples of, of uh, musicians and writers who basically really became to be considered masters after they had put in 10,000 hours of practice. For example, in the book, he wrote about the Beatles and how before they became a recognized band, they had pretty much been playing for 10,000 hours in dive bars in continental Europe. So 10,000 hours sounds simple, right? Now, Gladwell admitted that he got the research from a Swiss psychologist called K. Anders Ericsson. So Ericsson was studying violinist and he wanted to figure out are great musicians born with talent or is it pretty much practice? And what he found is that it is deliberate practice. The greatest performers out there, they're not born with that talent. They built up that talent through practice, practice, practice. And so that's where that 10,000 hours came, came from. The idea that you can become a maestro, you can become a master in any field, whether it's digital marketing or it's public speaking or it's writing a book after 10,000 hours of practice. But here's where things get fascinating. There was a second factor that K. Anders Ericsson observed, and it was pretty much this. These masters, they slept. They slept a lot. You might even say that they were lazy. See, let me put it this way. And, and, and you see the difference between how much these maestros slept and how much the average Americans sleep. You will understand just how much we are reducing our sleep, possibly to our detriment. So get this, right? The average American gets six hours and 51 minutes of sleep a night. The top performers in the end of study, they got eight hours and 36 minutes of sleep. Now, let me break that down for you. That means that these maestros were getting close to, let's do the math, close to 100 extra minutes of sleep a day. That's an hour 40 minutes, a hundred extra 
minutes of sleep a day. Now, why could this be happening? Well, the science of sleep shows that the effects of sleep can be profound. If your body needs eight hours of sleep, right, and you're trying to uh, cut this down and sleep for six and a half hours, this means you have a shortage of 90 minutes of sleep. Now, one study shows that if you just cut away 90 minutes from your sleep, you basically see a one-third reduction in your cognitive ability. And, uh, and the study puts it this way. That's like showing up to work after downing a pint of beer. So I'm reading a great book right now. It's called Eat, Move, Sleep. It's by Tom Rath. You may have heard of Tom Rath. He's the author of Strength Finder 2.0. How, and the, and the book Eat, Move, Sleep is, is a brilliant book. Uh, over 5 million copies sold. Now, he talks about this, uh, this 10,000 hours. And one of the things he slay, says is sleep-related losses cost about 2,000 per person a year. This, of course, is in the U.S. Getting fewer than six hours of sleep a night is also the top risk factor for burnout on the job. If you want to succeed in your job, make sure your work allows you to stay in bed long enough. And, you know, it's one of the essential things in this book. In fact, sleep is in the title of this book. I remember interviewing Ariana Huffington. She had a similar story. And you can hear this interview on the podcast. She um, speaks of how we have been trained to function within the context of a lie, and that lie is the hustle myth. Hustle, 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 hustle. Work hard and you'll be successful, but not if that hard work is taking away from your downtime. Now, let's go further, okay, because it's not just cognition. If you aren't getting enough sleep, you might be putting on weight. So here's the science. According to 2004 study, people who sleep less than six hours a day are almost 30% more likely to become obese. Now, this is one of the reasons why in WildFit, which is Mind Valley's um, um, training program for nutrition, wellness, it's, it's our weight loss program, but it's not a diet program. A key component is getting people to optimize their sleep. Now, other studies show that sufficient sleep helps your body process glucose. So if you usually sleep less than five hours per night, your body is unable to effectively perform this function and you risk developing type 2 diabetes. Yikes, that's dangerous. And of course, as I mentioned, in eat, move, sleep, sleep can, lack of sleep can lead to burnout. Now, it also influences your moods. You're more likely to be moody and experience anxiety or depression. A 2007 study on people with insomnia found that if you suffer from insomnia, you are five times more likely to develop depression. And finally, finally, sleep deficiency dumbs you down. You learn slower, you think slower, you solve problems slower. It's not a great state to be in at work. And for those of you who care, lack of sleep ruins your skin. When you don't get enough sleep, your body releases more of the stress hormone cortisol. In excess amounts, cortisol breaks down skin collagen, the protein that keeps, keeps your skin smooth and elastic. And I could go on and on and on. Seriously, Google this stuff. There are tons of articles on WebMD, tons of articles all over the web, breaking down just what the lack of sleep is going to do to you. And, and it's not pretty. So the question is, how do you optimize your sleep? Well, I want to share with you a couple of tips, four tips specifically that I have brought into my life, which have been tremendously useful. The first one is Time yourself to discover your optimal time of sleep. So here's what you do. I did this, went to bed three to four days in a row without an alarm clock. Okay, now there's a condition to this. If you're doing this experiment, don't take coffee after 2 p.m. We're going to come to that in a moment. So stop your caffeine intake after 2 p.m. And then time 
how much sleep you're naturally getting. So I would go to bed at noon, sorry, not at noon, at midnight, and I would see without my alarm clock just what time I would get up. Right now, I got to be up at 7.30 to drop the kids in school, so you need a spouse who's very patient because you might oversleep and then it's their time to do parental duty, right? But what I found is that I needed seven to seven and a half hours of sleep when I do not have an alarm clock. Now, this becomes your sleep threshold. So now that I know that I need seven to seven and a half hours, what I do is I go to bed shop at 12.30. I wake up at 7.30 to take the kids to school. That's precisely seven hours. And I'm disciplined about that. If you have an iPhone, you can set a timer where your iPhone will basically remind you to go to bed at the usual time you go to bed. Now, this number two is control your coffee. So I love coffee. I freaking love coffee. If you know me, you will see that in almost every visual interview I do, I'm holding a cup of coffee. Now, here's the thing though. Coffee has a half-life of six hours, which means if you take a cup of coffee at noon, by 6 p.m., half of that caffeine is in your system. And by midnight, 25% of that caffeine is in your system. That's essentially what half-life is. So caffeine's half-life is six hours, which means that if you take your last cup of coffee at noon, by midnight, which is 12 hours later, 25% of that caffeine is still going through your blood and it is going to prevent you from having a good night's sleep. So you want to, you don't have to completely limit coffee, right? Many of you who are used to coffee, you've probably developed some form of um, greater immunity to it. So it may not be as bad, but I try to stop coffee um, uh, after 2 to 3 p.m. Now, the general rule is this, and I asked this to Dave Asprey, who's a dear friend, and he founded Bulletproof Coffee. I asked him, look, Dave, you are a coffee nut. How many cups of coffee should we take? And he said, take two cups a day. You can go uh, two cups of caffeine coffee a day, so caffeinated coffee, and you can do as much as three cups of decaf a day, so that's five cups, but two cups of caffeinated coffee a day. And look, if Dave Asprey is saying that, you probably want to take it seriously. Now, learn to nap. So I don't nap during my work days, but on the weekends, napping is one of my most beautiful rituals. So a 1995 NASA study found that a 26-minute nap improved performance 34% and alertness 54%. Says who? Says freaking NASA. So biohackers have learned to nap for no more than 26 minutes to avoid disrupting their usual nighttime sleep cycle. Now, what this means is nap by all means. Don't go beyond 26 minutes because it disrupts your nighttime sleep cycles. But as NASA found, 26 minutes seems to cause a massive 34% performance improvement and an alertness raise of 54%. So try napping. Now, I nap on Saturdays and Sundays. It is one of my most beautiful rituals and um, absolutely love it. It's made an impact, profound impact on my life. In fact, I find that after my Sunday nap, I'm able to get on the computer and that's when I do my writing and things just flow. It, it absolutely flows. And um, this is why I'm such a I'm such a, a nap fan. Now, final final tip is try to avoid sleeping pills. And if you're American, I am talking to you because they get you hooked. And in America, we prescribe pills for everything. So WebMD has a whole list of side effects you need to be aware of for sleeping pills. When I lived in the U.S., I would pop a pill for for anything. I mean, and if you are American, you know what I'm talking about. Pills are easily available everywhere. There's a pill for just about any situation in life. But here's the thing about pills, right? Pills provide temporary relief. They do not provide you with a healing. And if you want temporary relief, sure, take a pill. 
But if you want to be healed, you need to get off pills. So I married a European. My wife is from Estonia. And Europeans do not have the level of pharmaceutical advertising that Americans are exposed to. So Europeans tend to be more suspicious of pills. So my wife, when she can't sleep, you know, she will um, take natural sleep aids to her. That's wine and chocolate. But at least it's not as addictive as a sleeping pill. So I got off sleeping pills after I married Christina. And uh, I haven't taken a sleeping pill in about 10 years. But I can tell you when I was living in America, I would take pills to sleep. And what I would find is that the more I took them, the more I needed them. You got hooked. And breaking off was hard. But once I did that, it's been 10 years, no sleeping pills. So remember, be careful of addiction and quick fixes. So I hope these help. Now, if you were listening to this and you were thinking, vision, vision, I am fine with six hours of sleep. I want you to remember this study. It's by Philip German, PhD of the University of Pennsylvania Sleep Center. And he says, studies show that over time, people who are getting six hours of sleep instead of seven or eight begin to feel that they've adapted to that sleep deprivation. They feel they've gotten used to it. But if you look at how they actually do on tests of mental alertness and performance, they continue to go downhill. So there's a point in sleep deprivation where we lose touch with how impaired we are. It's like the drunk guy saying, hey, I'm not drunk. I, I look, I'm standing. So you guys need to understand this. Don't be in denial. Test out your sleep. So silence that alarm. See how much sleep you're going to need for a few days. And uh, with that, good night from all of us here at Mind Valley. Hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I'll see you on the next episode. I'm Vishen Lakiani, and this is the Mind Valley Podcast. If you like the Mind Valley Podcast, take the next step. Become a Mind Valley member. Imagine being coached daily by the greatest teachers on the planet. How quickly would you transform your health, your mindset, your body, your relationships? How quickly would you double the size of your company? How quickly would you see your career grow? How quickly would you eliminate any limiting belief that's holding you back and manifest a life that you once thought beyond your dreams? When you become a member, you don't just get access to the greatest education in the world. You become part of a community of 150,000 of the most incredible people dedicated to personal growth. Go to mindvalley.com forward slash now to get started.